Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I was raped by my father. How do I move from a victim mindset? This podcast contains sensitive content that may be distressing to some listeners. We advise listener discretion. The following episode discusses topics related to sexual trauma, rape, miscarriages, and the impact of these experiences on mental health. If you find these subjects triggering, please prioritize your well-being and skip this episode. Remember, your mental health matters. The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. Welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of the What Is Eating You podcast. I'm your host and resident psychologist, Stephanie Giorgio. Today, we delve into the challenging terrain of trauma, resilience, and the remarkable ways in which our minds respond to the wounds inflicted upon us. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the profound impact of sexual trauma within families. And I know this can be a really tough pill to swallow, but believe it or not, sexual assault, sexual abuse, and rape often comes at the hands of those we are meant to trust and love the most. There is a staggering statistic in which children are abused, victimized, or objectified by family members, uncles, cousins, and fathers. It's a serious topic and it needs to be discussed. Again, if you think this may be too much, please skip this episode. This question came from a listener. I'm really enjoying this podcast and as we get more and more into it, people are sending me messages or DMs about their personal experience. Before I share anything, I always obtain consent. I de-identify the information and some information may be slightly skewed to protect that person's identity. Hi, Steph. I hope you're having a great day. Currently, I'm working on my growth mindset. Alongside medical issues and being a mother, I was raped by my father, his brother, and husband at the time. I was told to keep my mouth shut and be the good girl. I was cheated on in my marriage. And the reason for this was because I put on weight. I was considered morbidly obese and was lacking significant confidence at the time. 
after marriage and the breakdown, I used food as a coping mechanism. I used food as a child as well. And I've just always believed as a child, no one would want me. I also believed that no one would touch me or hurt me again. So I gained weight. I gained weight to become undesirable and unwanted. I'm now divorced. I've lost over 40 kilos. I'm still large, but I'm happier. I would like to have a partner and show my child what a great relationship could be. I also had multiple miscarriages, which were blamed on me because of my stress and my weight. I'm trying to get control and work on what I can. If you got goosebumps listening to that, so did I. And unfortunately, it's not the first time I've heard this. Sexual abuse and sexual assault, it happens and it happens a lot. And sometimes people don't speak about it for years. There is a lot of shame. There's a lot of fear and there is a lot of gaslighting, self-gaslighting that goes on. So I want to appreciate this listener and thank you for sending this in. I cannot even begin to imagine the impact this has had on you and the series of events that followed. Let's talk about parental rape. This is probably the worst and most extreme form of sexual trauma that a child or a young person can experience and it can have lasting effects on the developing brain of a child. Is it important to note that the impact may vary on several factors including the age of the child, the frequency and the duration of the abuse, the level of violence involved and the child support system. Some of the consequences that can happen from parental abuse include the emotional and psychological consequences. A child who is at the hands of a caregiver and who is sexually abused will experience a rupture of trust and security. And this is what a child needs to develop a healthy sense of self. Many people who have complex PTSD don't develop a healthy sense of self. This can result in feeling shame, guilt, self-blame and confusion. It is especially confusing when mothers of the abused children either turn a blind eye or blame the child. Essentially, there are three different responses. One is the mothers don't know anything about it, which is rare, but it happens. The mothers know about it, but turn a blind eye. And the last one is the mothers know about it and they blame the child. Well, you dress flirty. What do you expect? It's really disturbing, and I know it is, but I'm talking about this to raise awareness. All of these issues can profoundly impact a child's self-esteem, self-worth, and overall mental well-being. They're at higher risk of being in poor relationships, developing serious mental health conditions, and self-harming. The second impact this can have is the trauma response. The traumatic experience of parental rape can trigger trauma responses in the developing brain. We know PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, may happen, and this is intrusive thoughts, nightmares, flashbacks, and hypervigilance. This can affect a child's ability to concentrate, regulate, and develop healthy coping mechanisms. And remember, a child may not be able to explain what is going on, 
So you may see it in their behavior. You may see bedwetting, uncontrollable outbursts. It depends. Everyone's different. A child is not meant to be in fight or flight so often. And when you're chronically in fight or flight, that can wreak havoc on your health as well. Children who've gone through trauma with parental rape can experience headaches, stomachs, sleep disturbances and a weakened immune system. Prolonged exposure to stress hormones can also have long-term effects on the child's physical health. Not only that, attachment difficulties. Attachment is so important. Your attachment is how you get along with your caregiver and parental rape can disrupt the child's attachment to their caregiver, particularly when it is a parent. They may experience conflicting emotions of love and fear towards the abuser, which can create confusion and ambivalence in their attachment relationships. So this can lead to difficulties in later relationships with others because they don't know what is normal and what is healthy. And this affects their ability to trust and form healthy relationships in the future. They have cognitive and academic impact, memory, learning difficulties. They're more at risk of developing ADHD, neurodevelopmental challenges. And I know everyone says you're born with it. However, many people who've experienced trauma also have ADHD. And finally, disrupted self-identity and sexuality. Parental rape can impact a child's sense of self and sexual identity. They struggle with feelings of shame, distorted beliefs around their own sexuality, and this affects their relationships. I know what you're probably thinking. Why? Why does this happen? How can a parent do this to a child? It is an abhorrent and deeply troubling form of abuse, and there's no single explanation or justification for such a behaviour. It's complex and there's multifaceted factors. Susan Forward in her book, Toxic Parents, explores various dynamics that can contribute to abusive behaviour within the parent-child relationship. Some of those include the cycle of abuse. People who abuse were often abused as children. This can perpetuate the cycle of abuse as they lack healthy role models and appropriate coping skills. This leads to a distorted understanding of power, control and relationships. The second reason is psychological issues and unresolved trauma. Parents who engage in abusive behaviour have their own stuff they haven't resolved. They may also have personality disorders, mental illnesses or trauma. And I'm not saying everyone with these illnesses is abusive to their children. Also substance use and addiction, this is a big one. Parents can often be intoxicated, which can impair judgement, increase aggression and lower inhibitions which may contribute to the occurrence of abusive behaviours. Maladaptive coping mechanisms. Some parents may project their own unresolved emotional pain, feelings of inadequacy or stresses of their lives on their children. They may use power and control over their children as a means of exerting dominance or finding a temporary relief or distraction from their own emotional struggles. And the last reason is distorted beliefs and attitudes. Certain parents may hold distorted beliefs and attitudes about power, control, gender roles, and appropriate boundaries with family relationships. These beliefs can contribute to a justification for abusive behaviour and lack of understanding to the harmful effects on their children. Now, none of these excuse 
or justify abusive behaviour. It just may be an explanation. Child abuse and sexual assault are serious crimes and the responsibility lies solely with the abuser. If this has happened to you or someone you know, you can report it. Now going back to this original question. And the next time you see a very large person walking down the street, this isn't to say that everyone who's experienced trauma gains a significant amount of weight, but usually when people are at a larger weight, they have gone through trauma. It's very rare that I have a client who is quite significantly overweight who hasn't had some form of trauma or sexual assault. Why does sexual assault, rape or certain traumas often lead to weight gain? Weight gain following sexual assault or rape can be influenced by a combination of psychological, physiological and behavioural factors. Now, not everyone who experiences rape or assault will necessarily gain weight, but here are some reasons I've learnt through my experience and my learning. A coping mechanism. Many people turn to food for comfort. Especially as a young child, it's probably the only coping mechanism you have. Food provides temporary relief and comfort, and it can numb emotions or painful experiences. As you get older, people may turn to drugs or alcohol, but food is the most accessible, socially acceptable resource at a young age. Secondary emotional concerns, anxiety, depression, shame, and low self-esteem. Again, people resort to eating to soothe these emotions. This leads to weight gain over time. Body image issues. Sexual assault can significantly impact the way you see your body. People may develop disgust towards their body parts. Survivors may have negative body images and beliefs. Weight gain might be a subconscious attempt to create a physical barrier or protective layer as a means of feeling safer and deterring potential future assaults. And this is so common. People have said to me, I didn't want another man, woman, whoever it may be, to come near me, so I thought I'd become as big intimidating, hideous as possible, so no one would want me. Hormonal changes. You may not know this, but the experience of trauma can disrupt the normal functioning of the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, HBA, which is responsible for regulating stress response and cortisol production. Disruptions in this system can lead to hormonal imbalances that affect metabolism, appetite, and fat storage, which contributes to weight gain. Some survivors may also decrease physical activity following a sexual assault or rape. This could be due to physical injuries, fear of engaging in activities, fear of going to the gym. And the last two reasons that people may gain weight after trauma is medication side effects. So because they have anxiety, depression, insomnia, they may have certain antidepressants or certain mood stabilizers that can lead to weight gain. And the last thing is self-care neglect. After a traumatic incident, self-care and healthy lifestyle may be the last thing on their mind. This can include neglecting nutrition, exercise, and overall well-being. Going back to this story, I want to commend this person on recognizing that they have a victim mindset. And I don't like that word because this person was a victim. They were a child. And it is hard to change your mindset when the person you're supposed to love, 
the person who is meant to protect you and keep you safe has done this to you. So I want to validate that having a victim mindset doesn't make you helpless, but you do deserve to live a full, happy life. And I'm so glad that you've already started to make this shift. What can you do if you experience this or you know someone who's gone through this? As they said, they're already on this journey and they're trying to break it down step by step. You want to start to document how this is impacting your life now, right? Trauma is when the past is impacting the present and that stops you from living a full future. So write down what it is you want to work on, sleep, eating, mindset, mental health, and start to tackle one thing at a time. It is imperative to get trauma-informed therapy. I recommend eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, which is a type of trauma-informed therapy that helps to process traumatizing memories that get in the way of your daily life. Secondly, I'm not sure if the father is in the picture, but if seeing your father is triggering, don't do it. Don't do it. I have met people who do want to rekindle, that they're forgiven, and some people don't. But it is up to you, and there's no shame in how you want to handle this. No one knows how you feel. And the third thing is, it's a constant work in progress. There are going to be days that feel good and days that feel really tough. And it's about just asking yourself, how can I move the needle today? How can I just take a step in the direction of that person I want to become? What does a happy life look like for me? And make sure you have therapy along the way because weight loss may fix weight issues, just like money may fix a money issue, but it doesn't fix the other psychological issues that are going on, low self-esteem, depression, etc. Find a psychologist you really trust who is there for the long haul. And read self-help books. There's a really good book, as I mentioned, called Toxic Parents. If you have narcissistic mother, there is The Absent Mother, I believe. And there's also books on abusive fathers. So read books and that can help you, especially if you're someone who can't afford weekly therapy. Self-help books are great. And just on a day-to-day basis, identifying when that victim mindset is triggered and not giving into it straight away. So for example, you may think, oh, I should go for a walk. And then all of a sudden you get shut down by that mindset. What do you want to go for a walk for? It's not going to do anything. You're 160 kilos. What's a walk going to do? Just stay back. That's the voice you have to fight with. Because when we are traumatized, our brain splits and it forms parts. And there are critical parts. There are demanding parts. But the part of you that has come here today, the part of you that goes to therapy, that is the compassionate adult and that is the part you want to strengthen and recognize. And here's a clue. Whatever feels harder in the moment is usually the path to take. If you found this episode helpful, interesting, intriguing, please let me know. I think it's important to cover these topics and I'm curious to hear your feedback. So please take a screenshot if you enjoyed this, tag me on Instagram. And remember, if you're feeling triggered, please speak to someone or you can always call Lifeline. The details are in the show notes. 
And a massive thank you to the person who submitted this. If you have a story or a question you want answered, you can email us on podcasts at mindfoodsteph.com or send me a DM on Instagram. Thank you so much, everyone, and have a beautiful week ahead. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.